0: All righty, we have free stuff and free food. Yes, I'm leaving food aside from stuff, although it's just could be piled into just free stuff. So a new initiative, the Life Works Here initiative in Northwest Arkansas is asking that you move there. Well, they're offering that you move there. They're going to give you $10,000 and a mountain bike with the deal. Nice! So they want the new residents to easily explore the area's 162 miles of paved trails, 322 miles of mountain biking trails. And hey, if biking is not your thing, you can opt for an annual membership to one of the local cultural institutions. like. Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. Northwest Arkansas is already rated one of the best places to live in the U.S. Thanks to its low cost of living, outdoor activities, world-class arts institution, and a per capita income that's 14% higher than the national average. Okay. And they really want the nation's top talent as well as remote workers. It's part of their steam program for I guess they want uh, entrepreneurial talent to ensure economic growth in the future more than 10,000 job openings right now alright so you get to move to Northwest Arkansas 10 grand and a mountain bike I'll tell you about the free food in a second (laughs) welcome to chewing the fat (music) All right, free food, free Thanksgiving dinner. Thanks to Walmart. I know, and well, thanks to Ibotta. Is it Ibotta? Ibotta, Campbell's, Butterball, and Coca-Cola. They've teamed up to launch the free Thanksgiving dinner program in an effort to feed millions of American families this Thanksgiving. Now it's for anyone, right? So Ibotta's, all right, I gotta look that up. I Ibotta or Iboda? It's Ibotta Okay, so it's a nice little app Ibotta So due to, uh, you know, tightened budgets And uh, other financial constraints uh, Walmart, along with uh, Ibotta Campbell's, Butterball, and Coca-Cola As I said, have teamed up Now, there's only a few steps That you have to go through To get Campbell's condensed cream of mushroom soup Two liter bottle of Coke All varieties of Butterball 3-pound Turkey Roast, Um, McCormick Turkey Gravy Seasoning Packet, French's Crispy Onions Packet, Idahoan Instant Mashed Potatoes, Great Value Stuffing, Great Value Cranberry Sauce, Great Value Frozen Green Beans. Now, those all are, you know, have size varieties that you can get. Now, all you have to do, simply download the Ibotta app, Download Ibotta's web browser extension, click on the free Thanksgiving dinner offer, and shop for your Thanksgiving items at any Walmart or at walmart.com. Once purchased, scan your receipt into the Ibotta or link your Walmart grocery account to verify the purchases, and you'll earn cash back for the entire purchase. The entire purchase, they say, is approximately $20.27. I will say, uh, that's very nice of them. And I'm glad that they teamed up together and they're doing this. It's a, it's a cool thing, right? No, no, no question. It's a cool thing. And if, and if you desperately needed this, by gosh, you should get it. And really, I mean, (laughs) as far as chewing the fat is concerned, even if you don't desperately need it, you might as well go ahead and get it. Now I'll just let me go on record as saying it doesn't seem like it's that much. Okay, so you get a Campbell's condensed cream of mushroom soup with 10.5 ounce can, a two liter bottle of Coke, all varieties of Butterball three pound turkey roast, uh, 9.98 cash back on all the Butterball whole turkeys, so you can get a whole turkey, but you only get 9.98 back. Uh, the turkey gravy seasoning packet is the 0.87 ounce package, just the one package. The French's crispy onions are the 2.8 ounce package. Instant Mashed Potatoes, the 8-ounce package. Great Value Stuffing, the 6-ounce package. The Great Value Cranberry Sauce, the 14-ounce can. And the Great Value Frozen Green Beans, a 12-ounce bag. You know what? Enjoy it. Have a great Thanksgiving on behalf of Walmart and their partners. You know, another way you could have a nice Thanksgiving dinner is if you were to create, I think we should create the Chewing the Fat organization that is going to start combating the effects of climate change. And if you have some ways to combat climate change, email chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I didn't realize that the uh, Earth Fund founded by Jeff Bezos... Announced the first 16 recipients from the earth fund. It's a $10 billion earth fund, which I remember, you know, hearing about it when, uh, when they set it up, right. When, when Mr. Jeff Bezos, Amazon CEO set up the earth fund. Now he just gave away. And I say gave away. He gave money grants to organizations that are combating the effects of climate change. Right. Sixteen recipients, first sixteen recipients, seven hundred and ninety-one million dollars, and according to Mr. Bezos, it is just the beginning. Which is why I think we should <laughs> we should get into uh, combating climate change and be a part of the Earth Fund. Okay. Now you have to uh, either have scientists, activists, which you know we obviously are, and other organizations in their efforts uh, to preserve and protect the natural world. <laughs> yeah, I'll take some of that cash, please. So the top donations. Uh, go to, of course, the Nature Conservancy, the Natural Resources Defense Council, Environmental Defense Fund, World Resources Institute, and the World Wildlife Fund. They uh, each receive a hundred million dollars. Nice, that's a sweet, sweet deal, right? But they also, uh, the Climate and Clean Energy Equity Fund, gets 43 million. Climate Works Foundation gets fifty million. Dream Corps Green for All gets ten million. Eden Reforestation Projects five million. Energy Foundation thirty million. Environmental Defense Fund hundred million. As I said, the Hive Fund for Climate and Gender Justice forty three million. Natural Resources Defense Council hundred million. The Nature Conservancy hundred million. NDN Collective twelve million. Rocky Mountain Institute. 10 million. Salk Institute for Biological Studies, 30 million. The Solutions Project, 43 million. Union of Concerned Scientists, 15 million. World Resources Institute, 100 million. World Wildlife Fund, as I said, they get 100 million as well. So we need to come up with a chewing the fat climate pledge so that we can be a part of the Amazon uh, climate pledge. And we also want to, uh, be a part of the earth fund because saving the earth is so important and we want to be a part of the change. And if it gets us anywhere from a hundred to five million, um, I mean the Eden reforestation projects got just, and I say just $5 million. They were on the low end. So maybe we have the chewing the fat, resodding projects. We get that started resodding project. Eh, I don't want to re-sod. that's a lot of work. Planting trees, not bad. The Eden re- reforestation project—that's not a bad idea. Anyway, we have to come up with something that uh, really helps the earth and uh, will make us, you know, come to light. And then we'll apply for the for the donations and become part of the. Earth Fun But man Do I believe in (laughs) Fighting climate change More than ever now I'll tell you that So I'd like to thank Universal And Cinemark Entertainment For listening To Chewing the Fat And how about In your press release You throw me a bone And say You know We got a lot of our ideas From Chewing the Fat And we really appreciate Jeff Fisher And his ideas I see they just cut a deal, Universal and Cinemark together, saying that if a film doesn't open to $50 million or higher, they'll have Cinemark's blessing to make its pay video on demand debut after 17 days versus 31 days. So as we said, you know, maybe the top five movies... Uh, You know, you're able to stay in the theaters for a little bit longer, but all the rest, you get a couple of weeks and we're going to move on. We're going to make it available to people at home. And that's what they're doing. Now, I don't know what they're going to charge for these uh, video on demands, but uh, that's the new deal that Cinemark and Universal struck. So they get a 31-day window for the blockbusters and then seventeen days for the non blockbusters or, you know, under fifty million dollars. Now it doesn't say if after and this might be part of the deal or in the fine print, because I have not seen they, they did not share and <laughs> I I know this is going to be a surprise. They didn't share the contractual agreement with me. I know. I know. Maybe it's on the way. Maybe I just missed it. Uh, maybe it was sent to my old address. I don't know. But I don't have it in front of me. Now, it also says that in the deal, Cinemark is going to share in some of the video on demand revenue. Wow, that's huge. That's I mean, that's Universal being awful nice. Well, they could just pull out. Because it also means that Cinemark is saying, well, they're okay with... Uh, with whatever productions are strictly released to video on demand. Well, I mean, does that have to be earmarked at the very beginning? Again, I didn't look at the contract yet, but we don't know when that has to be earmarked. Like if if, if we say, hey, we're going to make this movie on Bill's shoes and it's going to be a video on demand from the very beginning, then uh, Cinemark is like, oh, okay, that's fine. But if it's a film and we haven't decided, then they still get a cut of that? I don't know. But if I'm Cinemark, right, I say, great, no problem. Make it video on demand after the 17-day window. But after that 17-day window, I would say that if it's a... You know, third week movie, I would make it a lot cheaper to see at the theater. There was no mention in the story whether Cinemark or whether Universal pulls the film from the theaters, right? You have 17 days, and if it's not a blockbuster or made the 50 million, whatever their cutoff point, then I'm going to put it on demand. So Cinemark would still get a cut from the video on demand price and if they drop their prices at the theater to come and see it at the theater for a lot cheaper that might be a a way to enhance some Cinemark revenue as well just a thought I hope Universal thought of that they didn't again have me sit in on their uh, their meetings which perhaps they should have and you know Maybe in the long run, they'll remember that even just listening to the podcast doesn't get every ounce of genius that is, you know, this. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, uh, we've all heard the statistic um marriages, uh, half of all marriages end in divorce. I mean, I guess that's, I don't know that I ever believed that, but you know, we've, I mean, we've heard the saying before, but there's a new, well, it's not really a study. It's more of an analysis of the U S census data uh, from the career website, uh, Zipia. And, uh, they, uh, revealed that Some professions appear to be driving a much higher percentage of people to get a divorce. You know, obviously, you know, long hours, time away from home, increased emotional stress, or, you know, even just, you know, not making any money, um, lead to divorce. Now, I thought for sure, I had this sent to me, I thought for sure that broadcasting would be on this list. Because I don't know that I... Well, I guess I, I do know a couple of people... In since I've worked for the blaze that have not been through a divorce, but it's rare, uh, in, uh, in the early days, back in the day of early radio, uh, I didn't know <laughs> was, uh, nobody that wasn't, uh, involved in it, but I have 21 people there are 21 jobs that, uh, are high rates of divorce And so I scrolled through them real fast, and I didn't see broadcasting. But let's break it down and see. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. And maybe one of the jobs is yours. So, you know, be careful, right? Uh, Nurse, number 21, coming in at 21, nurse anesthesiast. Anesthesiast. Yeah, that's right. I was was looking for anesthesiologist, but it's nurse anesthesiast. Divorce rate, 12%. All right. Laborers and freight, stock, and material workers. (laughs) I am okay. 13% uh, for laborers and freight, stock, and material movers. Uh, Wow. Medical and health service managers coming in at 13%. Wow, the medical field is in trouble, man. Computer automated teller and office machine repairs thirteen percent. Yeah, I hate those automated teller and office machine repair people, man. I could well understand why they would get a divorce. Electricians. Wow, thirteen percent. Tax examiners, collectors and revenue agents. Yeah, that's because of those people, man. Oof. And they're only thirteen percent, that's probably more. Probation officers and correctional treatment. Number fifteen coming in at thirteen percent. So we're all, a bunch of these are all tied at thirteen percent. Administrative services managers, number fourteen, approximately thirteen percent. Administrative service managers. Okay. What are the administrative service manager? They're the ones who have to supervise employee activities, keep accurate up to date records, set and monitor goals, and plan budgets. They're also on the way to handle. All right. All right administrative service managers 13%. We still at 13%? Yes we are. Carpenters coming in at 13%. Medical assistants, oh we just broke through. 14%. At number 12. Uh medical assistants, yeah, medical field. Woo. Uh we broke through. We're still at 14%. Diagnostic related technologists and technicians, still medical field, man. Coming in, we're hanging out of this. We're still at 14% engineering technicians and expert drafters. Oh, I hate those people, man. (laughs) They're just downright mean. Engineering technicians and expert drafters. Still at 14%. And now we break through to 15%. Library assistants clerical. 15%. Really? Okay. All right. Uh, we're still at 15% non-farm animal caretakers. What the hell is that non-farm animal caretakers? The guy that shaves your dog, 15%. Yeah, that's cause he's meeting all those lonely animal owners. Oh yeah. We're still at 15% military, military. And it doesn't say, uh, it doesn't say rank not specified. So if you're in the military, 15%, you're up there. Okay. All right. Uh, number six, still at 15%, combined food preparation and survey workers. So anybody working in some sort of uh, restaurant field, 15%. Oh, yeah. Uh, 15% still chemical technicians. <laughs> really? I guess that's in the medical field, chemical technicians. All right, that's fine. We're back up to another military, and we break into the 17%. Uh, Military Enlisted Tactical Operations and Air Weapons. Oh, the drone flyers. Yeah, they're all loners and flying drones over countries they don't know about and dropping bombs, making it rain bombs. Yeah, you got to get a divorce from those people because you can't talk to them about it. Uh, Coming in still at 17%. Number three, automotive service technicians and mechanics. Yeah, people willing to do anything to get their car fixed. (laughs) it causes a divorce, 17%. Number two, we move up to 18% divorce rate. Logisticians. Yeah, I hate logisticians, man. (laughs) Man, do I hate logisticians. They just, whew, man. Those people oversee companies' supply chains and stuff, they are... They are just mean. And number one, number one divorce rate coming in at approximately 30%. We jumped from 18 of the logisticians to 30% at number one. First line enlisted military supervisors. Wow, the military is a rough place, man. That's a tough place. Bless their hearts. 30%. That's tough. So there you have it. According to, uh, Zipia, Uh, and their analysis from the U.S. Census data, the top 21 divorce rate jobs. So if you hold any of those careers, uh, good luck. God bless. Thankfully, broadcasting isn't in there. Broadcasting is always in the jobs that lead to uh, mental issues, which is, uh, doesn't that lead to divorce? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it just depends on who's paying for the study or the analysis. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Oh my gosh. That is so so good did you see we are starting to get out of hand man uh, i was so ticked a while ago when youtube tv raised jacked their rates i don't even i think it's like 65 bucks a month now for youtube tv and they were you know said they and hey, we've and we've raised our prices but we've given you more okay great thank you but hulu live so i was thinking well maybe i just go to hulu live Right, if they are giving me everything that I need, I go to Hulu Live, save a little bit of money, and then I see where Hulu Live was about the same price as YouTube TV. Well, they just announced that they are raising their price. Okay? The ad free bundle of Hulu Live is going to be seventy dollars and ninety-nine cents a month. Wow. Okay, so a Hulu subscription without and live television bundles will remain five ninety nine a month with ads, and outlet reports and eleven ninety nine without ads. Hulu's live TV streaming platform is the largest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like YouTube TV, Sling TV, more than four point one million subscribers in total. The streamer boasts thirty six point six million subscribers. Wow. Uh, in addition to four major broadcasts, Hulu has uh, live TV offers, a slew of high-profile channels, Disney, SPN, FX, Freeform, Disney Channel, uh, FS1, CNN, T- no AMC, though. That was part of the problem that uh, no AMC, which is why I was thinking that if I go to Hulu, if I just stick with Hulu, then I get the AMC app so I can watch, you know, have Walking Dead. And they're also creating other content as well on AMC+. Plus. So, I don't know. These... It's starting to get back to cable prices, right? I mean, we're, holy cow, we're spending a lot of money on streaming networks and streaming uh, other, you know, app, the, the separate apps, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, a- HBO, you know, you're coming into part of the, they're wrapping that into the deals, Disney Plus, but that's all part of those monthly deals that, uh, you know, the prices, they just keep nickel and diming you. And it's not a nickel and dime anymore. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to figure out some way to get the prices down so that we can keep watching some, you know, some television and some creation uh, content without paying a million dollars a month. And we'll see if we can, you know, make that happen. One of the things that, uh, you know, like if you were to say subscribe to Blaze TV, uh, and you went to blazetv.com slash Jeffy uh, and used the promo code Jeffy, I think I think you'll still get $30 off for a year's subscription. 30 bucks off for a year's subscription to Blaze TV. Now, that's a deal. That's a deal. Now, if you go there and the $30 off plan is not there anymore, I got nothing to do with it. Okay, just take whatever deal they give you, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, promo code jeffy for the year deal and i'm pretty sure though uh, i know we're you know we're doing this show if you're if you're watching and listening live on the 17th of november 2020 pretty sure that 30 dollars off for a year subscription is still good but if you go there and it's missing it's gone whatever deal is there is going to be the best deal that you can get BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy, promo code Jeffy. Now, this show, if you're listening to this show and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, then, my friend, you are in a bad place in your life because this show doesn't cost you a dime. I don't nickel and dime you at all. It's free. There's a plethora of platforms that this show is available on. You just choose one that warms the little cockles of your heart and subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. doesn't cost you a dime. takes a little bit of your time. Okay, and I know, I know, your time is just as important as mine. Your time is just as important. That's one of the things that really ticks me off about other businesses and doctors, and they all think that their time is more important than yours. Sorry, my time is important too. Okay, I get it. So it does take a little bit of your time, but I don't take any cash from you. Okay, I mean you could send it, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm not asking for it. But if you feel the need to, you know, drop some cash in an envelope and mail it, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But I'm not. Gonna, I'm not asking for it. So just subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, it's that simple. Thank you. Speaking of streaming uh, companies, I was so bummed. Well, I'm happy, but I'm bummed. Netflix, uh, I see stories where uh, Jason Bateman and Netflix are putting their cast together for the new season of Ozark, which will be great. They all have been really, really good. But part of the story is they're putting the cast together for the fourth and final season of Ozark. Man, I'm going to be bummed. uh, That show has been really, really good. Jason Bateman, what are you doing? You can crank out a few more seasons, bro. Come on, <laughs> but they're putting the characters together. Some were part of the uh, reoccurring roles last season, and now they're going to be, you know, full roles uh, this season. So it'll be really good. The last season of Ozark. If you have not, if you're not caught up on Ozark, get to it. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but get to it because it's well worth it. And I started, you know, The Undoing on HBO Max. That's still an ongoing thing, a weekly thing. Uh, What's the other show that I started? Oh, uh, Fargo. I I started watching the first season of Fargo and it kind of got me hooked. I kind of liked it. But then I've heard so much about this latest season of Fargo with Chris Rock that I started watching because each season is a different entity. And so I started watching season... I don't know what this one is four i this three or four with uh, chris rock and i thought they were all done with them so that i could just you know binge them and be done so i watched them and there's i watched eight episodes there's it's 10 episode season what am i doing so i have to wait i had to wait for the next the next two to end the season i was so bummed i binged them i was i was just well, let's go let's knock it out And, uh, then I was like, there's still more to come. Ugh, It was just agonizing. And another story about that I found fascinating on Netflix, you know, and I didn't realize this and I guess I kind of knew it because of my kids, especially my daughter, but a hundred million households around the world have watched at least one anime title on Netflix from last year. That's pretty incredible. Uh, I mean, my daughter is, you know, big on anime and, and you know, my son knows the companies and the voices and who does what. And many of those, many of those uh, uh, actors uh, do you know multiple voices. They're really great. And uh, I see where uh, you know some of the franchises are up huge percentages in the last four years. And I know Funimation was just purchased by HBO Max, I think. And HBO Max also bought another studio. It's just, you know, it's an incredible, incredible business. So, I was just really surprised at the numbers that Netflix is getting. Because, I mean, that's, sure, I mean, everybody loves, loving, uh, you know, Queen's Gambit and all and, and all of that. But, huh, it ain't nothing about uh, the anime. Man, according to this, Netflix has 16 projects currently in the works with their anime So that reach is huge, huge. (laughs) Have you, have you heard about hat fishing? And I'm not talking about throwing a line, well, a real fishing line into the water and trying to catch a hat. So apparently uh, people trying to get dates on these dating apps and social media have uh, what they say is it's being termed hat fishing because according to research, 21% that are on these dating apps have tried to conceal their lack of hair when seeking dates. So according to that, 16% have resorted to donning a hat and they are called hat fishers So according to this, they surveyed a thousand adults in in Great Britain. One in ten claimed to have been hat-fished. And 40% of women feel they would go no further with a potential love interest if they were hat-fished by them. So it's okay if you try to, you know, cover up your follically challenged head just by, you know, say standing in the shade uh, turning your head a certain direction, looking down or up but put a hat on and then you take the hat off for the date. Ooh, you're a hat fisher. I'm out. (laughs) So uh, more than a quarter of the adults in this study Uh, This poll uh, admitted that when scrolling through the dating apps meeting for a first date, they first passed judgment on the person's hair, of course. 56% of women admitted that they would prefer to date someone with a full head of hair. 45% would completely lose interest if their date had a comb over. Okay. But that leads me into another Study that talked about how singles want more authenticity in dating and think photo filters should be banned. So I guess that comes under the hat fishing title as well. Because if you're wearing a hat, then you're trying to, you know, change your look. Although you may be a hat wearer, so one of the reasons that I I'm, I'm follically challenged is I wear a hat. So I'm not hat fishing. That's just who I am. I don't know. I, I don't know. This uh, uh, very tough, right? So new research reveals that singles are embellishing more aspects of their lives. Oh, uh, really? So uh, there's a you know a struggle to keep up with the pace of modern courtship. I know. And 62 percent of singles, according to this study, admitted to taking intentional breaks from dating to focus on themselves and self care right so a uh, uh, 50% of those people said they had not been on a date in a single in the last year so if you haven't been on a date and you you know obviously if you want to date if you're looking for dates and you can't get a date what are you going to say i'm on a break i'm taking a break from dating i'm i'm focusing on myself and doing a little self care <laughs> okay alrighty you got it so they just don't want filters right you want to be able to see the real person and that's a good deal I mean we want to see the real person so good luck God bless plenty of fish which is a match group, uh, one of the largest global online dating companies, and it's available in 11 languages in more than 20 countries. Um, Plenty of Fish offers a less prescriptive, low-pressure user experience that allows singles to discover exactly what they're looking for. Okay. Okay singles are not interested in seeing an idolized depiction of potential partners through edited photos and unrealistic unrealistic positive self-descriptors uh-huh the truth is singles want more honest authentic depictions of others and themselves on dating apps a more realistic portrayal of each individual will not only be refreshing but also lead to a more meaningful connections Right. I mean, according to this, they say that 65% of the singles would rather see more information on someone's dating profile than more photos. 70% of singles want their own dating profile to be more reflective of their true selves. Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because if you're going to swipe right or click yes, and hope that you get put into whatever dating window that you want to be in and that she or he says, Hey, yeah, yes, let's get together. Uh, you're going to want to have it close, representing close to what you want, right? What's advertised. Uh, You don't want, there's, there's there's only a small portion of false advertising that can be taken. And then after that, you feel like you've been had and nobody wants to feel like they've been had, no matter what site you're on. Whether it's, you know, more fish in the sea dating app or, you know, the bar stool <laughs> that you're sitting on. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, we've all... Look, I'm glad I don't have to date anymore. Uh, I have a wife. I'm happy. I, I you know, I, I love my wife. I, I don't have to go dating. Did I just say that out loud? And... uh, But you talk about... 60% of millennial women report feeling immense pressure, pressure to appear perfect. I mean, that's with any group of people when they're dating. You always have pressure to feel perfect. And you want to, you know, shine that it's really you. And Do you like me because it's me? Or do you like me because you're drunk at this bar? I don't know. But right now, I like you. So let's get out of here. Uh <laughs> You know, if you wake up sober tomorrow and it didn't work and you thought you were being hat-fished, get out. (laughs) I hate, I always did. I just hate dating. It was just agonizing to me. It really did. Now, according to this, sit-down dinners, best date for singles to be themselves, followed by activity-based dates, Singles feel least able to be themselves when meeting a date at a bar. Well, that's because you're not yourself at a bar. You're just getting drinks and you're trying to you're trying to use that Snapchat filter, all right? Back in the back of the day, the Snapchat filter was, you know, a dozen beers. <laughs> but the best way for a date to make them feel more comfortable is just relax and be themselves. Right. Right. Hello. Duh. That's what it's supposed to be all along. I just, I'm glad I don't have to deal with it anymore. You know, for now. Oh, and I want to be sure to congratulate Burgess Owens. Uh, Burgess Owens finally got uh, the Congress seat in Utah. It's about freaking time they gave it to the guy. They finally recounted the votes and he took over and won. And uh, the guy conceded to Burgess yesterday. So the man is officially a U.S. congressman from Utah. It could not be a better man to serve in Washington, D.C. than Burgess Owens. And just congratulations. I'm glad that it finally came through. We always knew that it would, even though I knew that it was, uh, you know, a battle for you. Don't worry about the rest of the country, all right? The rest of the country will be burning down around Burgess, but Burgess will be standing tall for America. I I, I love him. It could not happen to a better man, I, seriously. Now, I also, uh, you know, I noticed that uh, within a week we've had Pfizer say... Hey, our vaccine is 90% effective. And then Moderna said, well, our vaccine is 94.5 uh, effective. So I thought there were nine companies out there uh, rooting for the pharmaceutical vaccine for the world. So do I hear 95? Do I hear 96? Somebody give me a 96. Do I hear 97? Moderna's got 95. Do I hear a 96? Do I hear a 96? Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at TheBlaze.com slash podcasts. Oh, really? What's next? Are we going to have the auctions? I mean, there are nine companies that are part of, uh, you know, looking for a vaccine, right? The COVID-19 vaccine. And we heard from Pfizer last week, uh, they have 90% effective. We heard from Moderna this week, 94.5% effective in their phase three clinical trials uh biotech ceo said the coronavirus vaccine his company co-developed with pfizer could bash the virus over the head well the moderna one is more effective than yours so the other seven companies when do i hear 95 percent effective when do i hear 99 percent effective do i hear a 99.9 percent effective do i hear that i doubt it I think we're, you know, 95% effective is going to be the best. And then it's going to be whether it can be transported. One of them can be transported in a, at warmer temperatures. The other can't be transported unless it's Antarctica. I mean, I, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. The CDC is already making a list for uh, who gets the vaccines first. Uh, that's good. I mean, we want the CDC to tell us who gets the vaccines first. I thought it was for everyone. I really did. But apparently not. Apparently not. Okay? CDC officials are going to create a priority list. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. Healthcare workers? Of course. I mean, they're uh, no problem. Uh, They're considered essential. Uh, Anybody that, uh, you know, is old or underlying conditions okay which ones of those are going to be permitted to get an early vaccination i don't know i thought the cdc had been working on this maybe they ever maybe they just told everybody go make your preliminary lists and we'll get together later okay so apparently they're going to meet next week and so everybody's putting together i'm sure that's what they you know all right, everybody put their preliminary list together of who gets priority for the vaccines, and then we'll decide. We'll put those lists together and we'll decide. So good luck, God bless. That's all I'm saying. Good luck, God bless. Hey, don't forget, Jack and Mark testify before some subcommittee again today. <sighs> oh. Yeah, yeah, the subcommittee, the lawmakers are pissed and they're going to put their fist down. Are they? Are they? Yeah. Go ahead and tweet about it, okay? And Be sure to post it on your Facebook page that you're so angry. Yeah, I know. Good luck, God bless. We are in such a weird place. I keep saying it every day. We're in such a weird place in this country. I mean, I mean, really. So, I see a story that talks about nearly half of all registered U.S. voters want COVID 19 pandemic decisions made at, by local leaders as opposed to national ones. Well, that's what we've been doing. Dummies. But you voted against Donald Trump, if that turns out to be the case, and it certainly looks like it is. You voted against Donald Trump because of his actions on COVID-19, which wasn't his actions. You wanted him to do more, but he did what he was supposed to do as a president and leave it to the, the, the states and the local municipalities. It's just insane. It really is. It's just, we are in an insane times. We, we really are. We are in insane times. And then we've got states locking down again. It's just, did you see that? <laughs> I know that Michigan is locking down again and we can beat up Michigan, you know, for hours. I got no problem with that. But my favorite part of the Michigan lockdown was the picture of the governor and the lieutenant governor about that they sent out for, I guess, was from her twitter account in a tweet wishing uh the lieutenant governor a happy birthday and they're in a conference room and they're sitting there the picture i thought it was an ad for ashley madison It is just a weird, weird looking picture. I know that they think it looks great, right? It's got the big conference table there. It's got your reflection all shiny and she's wearing her leather jacket and he's got his suit on and they're both wearing black masks and they've got the Michigan flag and the United States flag, but it just looks like an ad for some sort of new Michigan coronavirus dating app that's all (laughs) i just can't stop thinking about that but then as i talk about weird times you know yesterday i started going down looking at you know what's happening around america and just the headlines just the headlines are incredible It, it, it shows how divided we are as a country it really does trump plans to announce 2024 run if biden is certified as winner Trump ready to plot way out of the White House as he ponders defeat. Lincoln Project founder Steve Smith on Trump not conceding election. This is a coup! Rove, Trump's legal maneuvering won't overturn the election. Progressive purge, Sanders Warren being frozen out by the Biden team. Warren urges Biden to bypass Congress. Unilaterally imposed progressive wish list. Klobuchar, rumored Biden attorney general candidate. Okay, rumors Google breakup on the table. Is it Obama? This Obama back of the news again. Oh my gosh. And just remember, I want you to remember this, okay? From Chewing the Fat. All right, these headlines about Obama. Obama says jury's still out on whether American democracy can work in a presidential memoir. Obama says Trump exploited millions of Americans spooked by a black man in the White House, which is unbelievably such a lie. Obama, Sarah Palin made a xenophobic and anti-intellectualism paranoid conspiracy theories and racism popular in GOP. All right, so Obama is still pushing his racism narrative for, and that's that's his life, that's what he does. But all he's really doing is trying to sell his book. That's all he's doing. He got all this money for this god-awful book. Part one, by the way, if I remember correctly. And he just wants to sell his book. So he's out yapping his mouth about how bad Trump is, how bad racism is, how bad white people are, and buy my book. Oh, by the way, hey, you know, buy my book. Because I talk about that in my book. You know what? Oh, yeah. You know, don't forget, uh, um, don't forget, uh um, Buy my book. So, you know, when you have like Christy Nome, who's fighting back saying, you know, Obama had eight years, including two with full control of Congress. He sent our jobs to China, left our healthcare system in disarray, our foreign policy in shambles, and our people are divided. Instead of blaming Trump, Obama should consider what led to 2016. And I would say that in a statement like that, Christy Nome is looking to run for president of the United States in four years or maybe in two uh, when is her term up as governor in South Dakota? That's a good question. Okay, so she was voted into office, or she took office January fifth, 2019. So she's been in you know almost two years. And she could say after another year. I'm not going to run for governor again of South Dakota. I'm going to run for president of the United States. That is very possible. I mean, she started off as a uh, state rep into a U.S. rep into the governor's mansion. I mean, she's eyeing the White House. She can say anything she wants and badmouth Obama. She is eyeing the White House. I think you can count on that, especially after she's bad mouthing uh, Obama like that. And, uh, considering, considering what led to 2016. Yeah, we know what led my friends. We know what led to 2016 Barack Obama. All right. I know, I guess I started getting into some political stuff and I don't want to do that. So thanks for listening to chewing the fat and I will, um, I'll kind of relax a little bit and try not to get too political. we got to talk about this story tomorrow. I've got a story talking about future trends that, you know, these meta trends that are going to shape the future. Holy cow. Just a tad scary. So we'll get into that tomorrow. (laughs) Yay!